What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Huge, huge drama in the esports world. 100 Thieves and Frosty, Nate Shot. We're going to get into that. I know a lot of you guys have been interested in hearing my thoughts on that and the whole story breakdown exactly what happened. Uh, but first, thank you guys so much for all the reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. It is absolutely amazing seeing all the support that we've been getting. It's been kind of hard for me to upload uh, you know, podcasts and record them with all the traveling I've been doing. And there's been a lot of things going on uh, personally. A lot of struggles going on uh, mentally with some some IRL stuff. I'm not going to get into it. It's not meant for this podcast, but I just had to address. A lot of people have been asking me about I, my lack of streams, um, lack of you know posting on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. I just haven't really been in the right mindset uh, to do, you know do all that. It's not that I don't care about content creation. I'm I'm not feeling streaming and stuff. Like that. It's just I, I've said this a million times. If you're not in the mood to stream. Your viewers are going to know that and they're going to not have fun watching you. So rather saving my time, uh, you know, going on there with a piss poor attitude and not being entertaining. Uh, I just decided I wasn't streaming. I haven't really been playing games, period. I've been doing a lot of iRacing. That's about it, which is, you know, it's a game. It's a simulator. It's a little different, but kind of takes up a lot of my time. So uh, there's been a lack of content in the um, esports world as for podcasts, which is why I haven't really been doing um, I, I've been doing my podcast, but I, I do like two or three a day. Uh, and I've been trying to, again, try and stay away from a lot of the political stuff, even though that's like, it comes up quite a bit. Uh, I try and, you know, continue to make this podcast, you know, a mixture of everything, you know, uh, po- you know, political stuff, esports, streaming, gaming, anything I want to talk about, but I don't like to dive in. I've said this a million times to dive into politics every single week, even though I could, um, with that being said, we're gonna get into this whole Nate Shot story. There's a, you know, I'm gonna play like the video of him explaining, you know, his side of it, the tweets that they were, they were, um, the the tweets that were gone back and forth. Uh, but there's an article here I wanna, I wanna read. For, I'm gonna read this article first, and then we're gonna kind of get into it. It says, uh, "Pro gaming organization Hundred Thieves has found itself embroiled in allegations of underpayment this week, levied primarily by former team member uh, Frosty, but in the wake of." Puka statements, content creators have rallied in mass behind the organization's leadership. Founded in 2017 by former Call of Duty pro player Matthew Nadeshot Hag, I think it's Hag, uh, 100 Thieves runs pro teams for games like League of, League of Legends, Valorant, and of course sells merch on its site. It also counts entertainment industry multi uh, hyphenate, what the F the source did this chick use? <laughs> Drake, a prolific talent manager, Scooter Braun, who reps Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and other uh, popular musicians, along with his co-owners last year, the content creator Valkyrie and Courage JD, both of whom were part of 100 Thieves as members, officially became co-owners as well. Over the weekend, uh, Puka slammed 100 Thieves on Twitter and in a Twitch stream for predatory payment practices. Puka signed with 100 Thieves back in 2019 alongside three other team members, uh, uh, Mako and Avalanche, a, a th- and a third streamer cl- known as Classify, who together comp- uh, comprised of... Um, I just lost my spot. Uh, content creation team known as The Mob, by early last year, they, they had all parted ways in a series of tweets. Puka said they were 
pay little, which is like $1,650 a month, and required to live in an expensive house, which is $10,000 a month rent, split among the four people who also claimed that 100 Thieves took 95% of their sponsorship income. Puka later clarified that the exact house wasn't a requirement, but rather that the contract the mob signed with the 100 Thieves stipulated that the house they live in uh, be within a 10-minute journey from Hag base, uh, Hag's base of operations in a sense-deleted tweet. Puka also noted that he made $60,000 per year. And that's a lot of cheddar for being a streamer. Uh, <laughs> uh, last night, Hag addressed the allegations on a Twitch live stream on the matter of revenue sharing. Uh, Nate Shot said that the 100 Thieves contract stipulated the organization would receive 85%, not 95% that Puka mentioned uh, from any deals inked. Hag also said that two of the three deals the mob signed, 100 Thieves only take 35% of the revenue. Beyond that, Nate Shot uh, said that 100 Thieves' internal stats show that the mob did not stream regularly enough and regularly produced streams with fewer than 100 current view concurrent viewers. Uh, Nate, uh, Frosty said the house they lived in was uh, plagued by internet connect connectivity issues. It's a messy situation, one that's still unfolding as folks from both sides chime in with, with, with takes. Um... But following Nation's stream last night, prominent members within the Hundred Thieves sphere uh, have shared public messages of support uh, for the organization. Uh, prominent Hundred Thieves YouTuber uh, Noah J four five six Johnson said that uh, in his six years with Hundred Thieves, he has been treated respectfully. Both creator Brooke A B and graphic designer uh, Kevin Razucci Zucky I don't know how to say his name uh, said that Nation has heart. Two people who allegedly uh, brokered a deal with the mob collaborated in Shot's accounting of the revenue sharing classified Puka's former team member on the mob. Wade in saying, regardless of what happened, please don't take chances on smaller content creators for your org because of this incident. Oh, don't stop taking uh, chances on smaller. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, of course, many of the people joining the public sphere to sing praise for 100 Thieves has, have a financial or employment stake in the matter, so their statements should be taken with a grain of salt, but that's not the case for everyone who's spoken out. Classify is no longer affiliated with 100 Thieves, having joined pro gaming organization Native Gaming. Following a stint with Mr. Beast Content Creator Collective, I've written this line a bunch in my career, but I can't recall a time where it applies more than now. This is a developing story, <laughs> and that it is. The article really didn't go over some tweets, so uh, I want to read some here. Frosty, it kind of started with Frosty putting, damn, I missed the mob house. And then somebody put, imagine you all put the effort in when you had an organization behind you. And then he responded, imagine we had enough money to, to where we didn't have to stress over where our next meal was coming from. Could have done some big things, but I guess we'll never know. And then the same person put, I get that, but why not propose ideas to 100 Thieves and ask uh, for help? help funding focus on streaming consistently when mr b started started he was doing uh like like counting to a million he was doing basically nothing uh content doesn't have to be expensive to be good and then he wrote lmfa frosty said lmfao you have no idea how much we asked it got to a point where it was almost pathetic but go ahead man blame the 20 year 20 20 year old kids that had no idea what they were doing instead of the 100 plus million dollar predatory organization lol and then uh, he uh, the conversation did not end there as the American personality revealed that they had to pay $2,500 in rent while only receiving $1,650. He stated that, that they had to skip meals at times because they couldn't afford to buy food unless they persuaded their parents to send them money. Uh, he said, yeah, so he says $2,500 in rent each month while only getting paid $1,650. Uh, $1,650, there were so many days where we had to skip meals because we couldn't afford to buy food unless we begged our parents to send us money. 
It's truly a wonder why Mako wanted to leave the mob and move back with his family. Uh, yeah, $10,000 of rent. Uh, Frosty said, yeah, we tried to find a cheaper housing, but our contract required our house be within 10 to 15 minutes of the 100 Thieves content, content house, which is valued at over $10 million. Um, he also wrote, me being young and dumb, put all the blame on myself. Thinking about it now, I see how they took complete advantage of us and these tweets aren't even half of it. Remember when TFU complained about Face taking 80% of his sponsorship money? Tried 95%. Uh, Frosty also said, the first four months when we moved to LA, our internet uh, couldn't support more than one person streaming at a time. Uh, and then Nate Shot responds, and I'll actually play that for you here. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm going to play this one right here, so it's, it's not like an hour long. And I don't want to bring the other individuals that are a part of the mob into this, but the proof is in the pudding guys we i had thought that we were giving them a big opportunity okay from for from individuals that were averaging just a couple hundred viewers if not lower some days having them be a part of a tier one organization like 100 thieves i thought on top of the fact that we brought them out to la and we moved four best friends into a home together i thought that this could only be productive this could only be you know, the perfect situation and scenario for all of these guys. They didn't work. They, they, they didn't make videos. They didn't, they didn't stream. They, they, they got here and we'll never know why it is that it panned out the way that it did. But if, if, if you really want to go look at stats and you really want to look at the work that was done while we're bringing these deals in, while we're paying these salaries, and while we're supporting them as much as we can with the employees that we have, the resources that we've created for ourselves, and the platform that we, you know, we have built along with our community, that mentality that we had back in the day where you eat what you kill, they, they, just, they weren't uploading. And I'm going to be summarizing... A yeah, I'm not going to listen to you, Jake Lucky. <laughs> so that's basically what he's saying. And when you sit there and you, and you look at like the opportunity these guys had, it's hard to sit here and argue. It's hard to sit here and argue. Uh, you know, being a part of 100 Thieves, you had a huge opportunity. Now, the accusations made about the rent and the internet and all this other stuff, we, you know, there's so much to say about it. Like, I like I like to sit back. Obviously, Nate Shot's a, an incredible human being. I'm a huge fan of his. I'm not taking Frosty's side whatsoever, but you have to you know see both sides first, right? Before before we get in here, we make we make a conclusion of what we think happened. Um, I, we don't know the conversations that went on behind closed doors. We don't know if they actually were bringing stuff to them. Like there was an accusation that Frosty said they wanted to start some kind of like some kind of show for the mob or whatever. And, and they were trying to like, they want it almost like a, uh, like a live podcast thing. I don't know. It was some, some tweet I saw, uh, but they, they obviously said it, they didn't work. Uh, and you know, if you want to look at stats, you know, if you, if you want to look at the stats of these guys, it's so easy to pull up Twitch tracker, which I pulled up frosties. So if they got signed in 2009, October 2019, we can go all the way back to October 2019. He was averaging 326 viewers. He streamed for 16 hours. 
16 hours in October 2019, 27 hours in November, 22 hours in December, 43 in January, 30 in February, 96 hours in March 2020, 129 hours in April, uh, 23 hours in May. And we're in 2020 right now. We're in like middle of pandemic lockdown. Frosty stream 31 hours in June, 36 hours in July. And, you know, these are prime hours when you look at, you know, middle of pandemic. This is when I had my best viewership and you're stuck in a house and, you know, then you have 24 hours in August, you, you know, 51 hours, September, 42, 38, 45, 16, 16, 94, 60. 67 and then all of a sudden july of 2021 a, you know, a year ago 377 hours that's more like it right and then you have 519 in august um and then you know literally like nothing between october november december uh january and then february of this year and then march of this year he was at about 100 and then he does a, then he does a live stream the other day to address all the accusations and average 25,000 viewers, you know, in only two hours streamed. But let's just take out, I don't know when, when exactly their um, their date ended, but the guy never really streamed that much. You think about it, 40, 40 hours a week, 4, 8, 12, 6, 160 hours a month. If you streamed a full time, uh, full time, eight hours a day, it's 160 hours. And he never, ever met that, regardless of being behind 100 Thieves or not. And he and Nayshot's 100% right that his average viewership was only in a couple hundreds. He never averaged over 1,000 um, until he just did the other one from the other day. You know, and and personally, I get it. You're young and all this other stuff. But, like, that, that's, that's 100%, like opportunity pissed down the drain i mean when you go back and look at uh my own my own twitch stats i can look at my twitch stats and look at my insights and if you look at like what i streamed um you know on twitch i can't look at my mixture numbers but if you look on twitch and you look at like what i streamed for you know um some months working a full-time job having all these kids um and, and you know basically this be a side hobby I had certain months that were literally like <laughs> it was it was like literally I had months where I was streaming 100 plus hour or 100 plus hours with a full-time job so, you know on Mixer in um on Mixer in 2020 I had like in one month like over 200 about 200 hours in one month I was streaming like 12 hours a day every single day putting the work in and I and I wasn't making the money that that he was making right so it's one of those things where it, it you can't sit here like like Nayshot said, look at the numbers and you can easily go on here and look at his numbers on Twitch and he he didn't put the work in. Even after getting signed to them in October 2019 for four or five months, he didn't stream that much until March and April of 2020. He had some really good viewers. In actually in April of 2020, he averaged fifteen hundred users and then he stopped streaming again. It's like you didn't put the work in. And the thing was, as far as I'm aware with his contract was yeah it was $1,650 or whatever a month you were being paid but you were able to keep your uh sub money or whatever you were able to keep your donations obviously uh I, th I think the the sponsorship deal was a little different because in reality you're getting those sponsorship deals because you're signed with a tier one organization like like 100 thieves so them taking a big cut is not is not that big of a deal to me for sponsorship deals because you 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 got that 
deal because of the organization you're with. Because obviously you look at his numbers uh, before he joined 100 Thieves and he was averaging every month maybe 100 viewers, which is awesome. 100 viewers is awesome. Yeah, you know, don't, don't don't take that lightly. Uh, but he was also very followed on social media, and and after he signed with, um, uh, you know, on social media, he had a, a following every time he tweeted. But after Nate shot did his live stream and, and told everybody about it, Frosty tweeted out, "It's actually insane how much he's lying right now. Any bit of respect I have for Nate shot has gone out the window." Um and. I'm sorry when I look at your, you know, when this whole situation, when you look at your numbers, if you were assigned to an organization like 100 Thieves, one of the most popular organizations in all of esports, all the streaming, and you're literally not even streaming a full week's worth of work, something's got to be up. You can't just blame it on internet issues. I understand if you had the issue, but for two years, for two years, you're telling me you had no internet? And you know you're telling me the investment that they made in you, you brought it to them, and they were like, "Oh, screw your internet, we're not going to fix it." I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that because you you were an investment, you were an investment, and you know why weren't you uploading YouTube videos? Why weren't you recording content? Why weren't you doing some kind type of content? No, I mean in reality, in my personal opinion, this is for me looking from the outside in. Um, my personal opinion, you guys went out to LA, you felt bigger than life, and you guys just partied the whole time. That's probably what exactly happened, in my opinion. And then all of a sudden, you guys realize you effed up, and then everyone wants to, you know, it's 2022. Everyone wants to be the victim. No one wants to admit when they effed up. Everyone just wants to play victim. And that's that's not how, how it works. When, you know, you know how, did, how did Nisha put it? The proof is in the pudding. Look at the stats. Yeah, look at the stats, man. You didn't stream. You did not stream. You did not. You know, you would have found a way to stream. You would have found a way. You would have found a way to get Nate Shot and 100 Thieves to fix your internet issues. Uh, I don't think you did. I'm sure there's probably a conversation in there somewhere where he's telling the truth about they wanted to do some type of show that they were talking about and it was kind of turned down. It was shot down. Okay. I get that, but that doesn't explain the streaming issue. I'm sorry, if I was signed by an organization like 100 Thieves, I would be streaming all day, every day, trying to tweet stuff out. I would be asking Nadeshot, hey, can you get the 100 Thieves Twitter account to repost my clip or something like that? You know, uh, guarantee they'll do it. I guarantee they'll do it because they paid money for you. They want to see a return on that investment. So they want you to succeed or else they just wasted money. You know, and... You kind of got to like, you know, look at it from Nate Shot's point of view of, you know, sure, they were going to say that they were paid kind of slim. I mean, you think about it, you're being signed by an organization, you're only being offered $1,650 a month. Uh, that sounds low, but if you were averaging, let's say, for example, like four or 500 viewers a month, you were streaming 100 something hours, you should be making more than $1,600 per month. So you should be making about four, you know, three to $4,000. And then on top of donations, and then if you had sponsorships, whatever that 15% or whatever you got, you should have had more than enough per person to, uh, to make it. In my opinion, after being streaming for so long, I, I stream very low numbers and I know how much I make per month. Um, you know, I, but I also don't have a huge, you know, top tier organization pushing behind me, uh, that I can lean on and ask for help and ask for, 
collabs and you know i mean if you're part of 100 thieves why didn't you ever try and collab with courage jd or valkyrie why didn't you play with any of them or do anything with them i know you guys play the same games sometimes so it's like it, you sit there and you look and it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense and, and you know you th you know it sucks man it sucks because i've been streaming for six and six you know six years I've tried my hardest to succeed in streaming. Um, nowadays, I don't care about any of that stuff. I have other stuff going on. Uh, but there was a long time there where I just wanted to succeed. I wanted to grow. And I worked my freaking butt off. And I, I uploaded videos. I uploaded clips. I was on social media all the time. And I was streaming every day. And I was doing everything I had to do. And to see people that get this huge opportunity piss it down the drain... It really pisses me off, you know, because you think about the hours that I put in. There's the I just pulled my Twitch stats up, and there's some months that I had 180 hours. There's some, you know, this is just Twitch. This isn't a mixer. Mixer, I went, I went absolutely ballistic on. I think I was, I was streaming like 12 hours, 16 hours a day, especially during the pandemic. Right in the beginning, March of 2020, I was streaming every freaking day, every night, all night long. I wouldn't go to bed till the sun came up, and then I'd go to bed, I would sleep in, I'd play with my kids for a little bit, and then right after dinner, I'm right there live again. You know, and then not only was I streaming my own channel, I was streaming the Paladin's channel. I took full on, full on, uh, you know, I took that and ran with it. They had a huge audience. They let me stream in front of them. I showed my skills off in front of everybody, showed my personality, got those people to go to my my Mixer channel, and then I, I kept them, as, and, the, and there's a lot of them still around this day who are amazing community members. It's, you know, there's so much you, he could have done. There's so much all of them could have done. Now, it's mainly pointed at Frosty uh, because he's the one that basically went public with it. But, you know... It, it, those guys are obviously in the background saying these same things to Frosty, like agreeing with him or else if it was those three guys against him saying, nah, you're, you're, you're taking it you know, the wrong way, blah, 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 then he probably wouldn't say anything, but he has it in his mind that this was wrong. And I, I can't see any side that, that nay shots in the wrong um, because there's so many other streamers out there that are talented, that have huge audiences that you could assign rather than these four guys. When you look at their Twitch numbers, uh, there's many. I mean, you think about it at the time that they were signed, I wasn't too far behind them in October 2019. So it's like, you know, they could have went with someone like, you know, someone like me. I mean, it'd be pretty stupid, but you could have. And I guarantee you, I would have gave you 10 times more hours and, and content than they did. They gave you in two years. Guarantee it. Um, so it, it's just one of those, one of those things that people learn about streaming that, you know, for example, when I got that contract with Facebook, you know, people were asking me, uh, why didn't I stay with Facebook even though I had a contract with them? And I've said it a million times was I wasn't happy streaming there. I wasn't happy, uh, you know, with the way I was treated. I wasn't happy with anything. So I didn't need the money. I wasn't paying my bills with Facebook. I wasn't paying my bills with Mixer. I still had a job, full-time job. And I was paying my bills with that. Streaming was just fun. I, I had a desire to make it in streaming. And then uh, once we were getting up there and, you know, there, yeah, I tell the story all the time. There was like three months in a row where I made enough money streaming where I made more than I made at my job. And I had more than I would have, you know, I, I made more than enough to pay all my bills for that month. And if I had to pay for my own medical, but imagine if I would have went in, I would have quit my job, you know, three months later. Mixer goes down and all of a sudden we're back at square one. It would have been it would have been game over. No pun intended. 
it would have been game over. And this, the, you know, this this whole streaming thing is fun. It's a great hobby, but there's some opportunities that you get, and if you piss them away like they did, I don't think they can come back from this. I uh, maybe the other members of the mob can come back from it, but Frosty, I think Frosty may be done. I, I don't see how he can really come back from this entire situation because. Like Nayshot said, and I'll say I'll repeat him again. The proof's in the pudding. If someone pulls up his Twitch stats and they and they look at his stats himself, you can't blame two years on the internet. You can't blame you can't blame it on the internet. You know, I guarantee you know, and there's no proof that you actually went to them complaining about the internet. I, I I take it as this is my observation, this is my own theory. There's not no proof of it. I think that they were excited to be signed to hundred thieves. Their Twitters were blowing up. Their social media was blowing up. They streamed a little bit, but it was one big party to them, in my personal opinion. You were 20 years old. You moved into a house in L.A. with all your friend, all your buddies, all your best friends, and you guys were just having a big old party and having fun, and you, and you pissed away an opportunity, and now you're mad that you realize you pissed it away, and you're trying to put you know put blame on somebody else. And I don't I don't see it that way. I, I don't I don't see uh, any way Nayshot's in the wrong. The only clip I really have of Frosty is from his live stream afterwards where someone calls him out for not showing proof and you can hear it for yourself here. Where someone calls him out. You literally provided no proof? Bro, because for me to provide proof... Like, what is there to provide proof of? Like, why would I be lying? Like, I would have to show text, text messages. Like, this is what I mean, bro. This is why I wanted to wait. So, basically, from my my... My understanding, he's saying, I have no proof. That's that's the way I look at it. Is oh, like, if you're gonna make these accusations, if you're gonna go through and you're gonna make these accusations about somebody, uh, you better have some kind of proof. The text messages better be on re on ready. You better have the emails on ready and be ready to go because these are huge. Or you know, there's a huge organization you're going up against, and. You gotta have proof to make these accusations. You have to. So unfortunately, Frosty's VOD is gone, but there's some clips in here. One, he's on Zillow and he's looking at like houses. Number one, number one, I'm laughing at this because this is actually pretty bad. He has a boundary set on, um, you know, he has a boundary set on Zillow and the boundary he set is not exactly what he was supposed to do. Uh, cause it's, it, it supposedly it's 10 to 15 miles away or 15, 10 to 15 minutes away from the hundred thieves headquarters. Uh, but his boundary is not set right. And I'm gonna play the video of him talking about it a little bit. Like the options in question, bro, 2000 square feet, like 8k. This is an apartment. These are apartments for six grand almost like bro. This is the point that pissed me off the most. D like, why would we blow our entire salary on a house if we could have a cheaper option? It... <sighs> yeah, here's another one. It's called Rent. Jesus Christ. These are my first times listening to this. Is there a house in that area right now for 4 to 5k a month? Brother, I will pull up Zillow right now. Okay, right now. No, actually, I'm not going to do that. But, like, I promise you, if there was a house that was livable, that was within the 4 to 5k range, we would have copped that shit up instantly. 
Like, do you guys think we wanted to pay 10k a month for rent? Our entire, like, salary goes to rent? Is that really what you want? Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it, again, everything that I'm seeing from Frosty are all just accusations, no proof. I want to see, I want to see this one. He has his own Twitch stats up. I want to see this. Now, again, remember, Twitch is the main source of revenue for most creators. And, and the bigger ones make a lot of money from sponsorships. This is true. Frosty, we did the, I did the math. In the two years, from start to finish, Frosty averaged 40 hours a month streaming. On my channel. He averaged 40 hours a month. That's one week of work for one of our employees. Uh, okay, so I, I know it's a little hard to hear, but this is actually Nate's shot. Uh, pulling up his Twitch chat saying saying he's averaging 40 hours a month, which is one week of work for his employees. Who's making less money than Frosty. And right after he leaves 100 Thieves, he streamed for 377 hours. This is Okay, so he okay, so that that big huge spike I was talking about, he he streamed for 377 hours in one month. So that whole entire time that he was with the Hundred Thieves, he wasn't streaming. The month, two months. And now Frosty's laughing. Thieves. He streamed for 377 hours, and then the next month he streamed 519 months or uh, hours. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what your perception of me is. So what I don't understand is why he's laughing, and also I don't understand where else he would have been streaming. Uh, he, he said, oh, that's only on my channel. Where else would you be streaming? Because you're supposed to be saving your... You're supposed to be saving your Twitch payouts for on top of your salary. So, where else was that other 320 hours going during that time with the 100 Thieves? It, it makes no sense. Are, I mean, is, is, is the next... Is the next... Um, uh, is, is the next accusation going to be that, oh, we were required to stream on the 100 Thieves channel? I don't think so. I highly doubt it. So it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, all the accusations don't make any sense. Uh, that right there, the laughing about it, I think is really dumb. I don't think it's even, like, I mean, personally, this whole thing was going on. Uh, you'd be trying to prove yourself as 100% telling the truth, 100% right. Um, to be sitting there laughing about it, it's it's showing a lot of immaturity in the whole situation. And it's just not a good look. It's really not a good look. And I think uh, he really screwed himself, you know, just by going live with, with all that as well. Just from what I was scanning through and seeing, um, he... I don't know, man. I, I really think he pissed away an opportunity that he shouldn't have... I, th I think he he could have done something great with it. I don't think any of his accusations are 100% legit. Maybe they did have issues, but being signed to a, an organization for two years or a year and a half, whatever it was, uh, like 100 Thieves, you could have done a lot more great things. You could have made a lot more money. Uh, now you're, you're going to have a lot of the viewers turn against you and think you're immature and you're lying. And then another organization is not going to want to sign you. Uh, everyone knows my thoughts on organizations unless you're going to sign with 100 Thieves, FaZe, Optic, you know, one of these huge organizations. I'm not a fan of these smaller tier community-led uh, organizations. But if he tried to go to someone like FaZe or Optic or, or you know, G2, so somebody, 
uh, guarantee they're going to turn him away after this whole situation. So I have a funny feeling that his his streaming career may be close to over. You know, it, it, it's going to be a, it's going to turn to a hobby now if he still wants to stream, but he doesn't even stream. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, it, it's 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 a bad situation. I think a hundred hundred thieves comes out scot free. Nothing's going to happen to them. And from what I'm seeing, deservedly so. They didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. You paid guys, you think about it. My contract with Facebook that uh, was actually more than what his salary was uh, per month. So, I mean, I really, I mean, and I was, uh, you know, I, at the time before I went to Facebook, I was averaging about the same numbers he did, but I also had a lot more hours put in. So, I mean, number one, if you think $1,600 $1, is too little, that's something you should have said during the contract agreement. So you signed. Okay, so, so let's get into this real fast because I, I, I'm almost at the end of this where I'm trying. I'm not trying to stretch it out for an hour, but I'm trying to hit every angle of this. So if it's in your contract that you must live 10 to 15 miles or minutes, whatever it is, away from the headquarters, and you and you look up houses and it shows ten thousand dollars a month, that's when you'd be like, "Hey, Nate Shot, like we need we need more." Um, in our salary, like maybe instead of $1,600, everyone makes $2,500. So that way we all, you know, 2,500 times four is automatic rent. And then everything else we make from streaming will go to us. But instead you accepted the deal of $1,600, $1,650. And then you went and bought a house or rented a house that was $10,000 a month, uh, which you already couldn't afford with just your salary. And then you claim there wasn't internet, good internet in the house. Uh, you know, and then you claim that you, you couldn't afford your next meal, but it's like, I'm sorry. I would be doing everything in my absolute possibility. If I had no money, I would be streaming every freaking day rather than having to call my parents and ask for my next meal. Uh, you know, pressure creates diamonds. And when you're under pressure like that, where you don't know where your next meal is coming, you're going to find a way to make to get it done without having to ask for help. That's what men do. Uh, we try to do our best to not ask for help and we try and deal with it. Uh, and so it's like, I would, I, I take that as, as a man, I take that as, uh, you know, I would have been live every second of every day. If I would have had internet issues, I would have dealt with it. I would have kept restarting the stream. I would have lowered the bit rate. I would lower the quality. I don't give a crap. I would be live. I'd be reaching out to Nate shot, bro. The internet's not working. We can't stream. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm having an issue here. Like you need to deal with this. You're my, you're my boss. You're supposed to help me, help me with my issues. You need to get over here and help me fix the internet, get faster internet. We can't afford this. We need to do something. Um, I, I, I find it with, with how Nate shot is with the business and how he is with streaming. And he understands the struggle. Uh, I find it kind of hard to believe that he would make that investment in these guys and then just let them sit there and, you know, and sit there with internet issues and and i actually find it kind of hard to believe that he wasn't bringing this up sooner about them streaming i mean i don't know what the whole situation was that or maybe he just for, he wasn't paying attention i mean you gotta look at it from both sides so why did you allow it to go on for so long without them streaming you know obviously you're a very busy person maybe you didn't think about it but there the you know there's so much that could have been done but the you know from the contract down to the housing down to everything uh, but I think it more lands on Frosty than it does Nate Shot whatsoever. You know, I don't. I think I, I think Nate Shot is 100 innocent in my opinion. That's not me being a fanboy of the guy. I just think looking at everything and then the contract and and the stipulations. I I, I keep thinking about seeing the Twitch Twitch uh, Twitch stats. Again, I worked 40 hours a week, sometimes more. 
I have four. I have four children and a, a wife that live in the same house as me. I'm in the corner of the living room, and I still pull off more hours than you do. And you're signed to a tier one organization like a hundred thieves. You can claim you're streaming on some on someone else's channel. I don't know what. I still don't get what that was about. What channel were you claiming that you're streaming on? Either way, why were you only doing forty hours an average a month while streaming for a tier one organization? It makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. Um, I doubt there's gonna be anything else to this story. Personally, uh, I waited a couple of days to see if anything else would come out. Nothing's really come out. Basically, Frosty's gone silent. He made a comment on his Twitter account with Conor McGregor saying, "I'd like to take the opportunity to apologize to absolutely nobody." Uh, Nate Shot did his one-time vod, and I don't think he's really talked about it since. So that's basically where it's at. Frosty and the mob aren't a part of Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves still one of the top organizations in esports, and is gonna stay that way for a long time. So. Again, just young kid pissing away an opportunity that many people would have taken in and ran with it. Probably would have became a really, really top tier streamer, but he didn't take the opportunity to run with it, man. So we'll see what happens next. So, all right, guys, that's it for me this week. Greatly appreciate the support. Make sure you guys share this podcast with a friend. As always, guys, if you guys can leave a review on Apple or Spotify, it greatly, greatly helps. It really does help the podcast grow. But again, like I said earlier, make sure you share with a friend. It's the easiest and freest way to help this podcast grow. I appreciate all the support. As always, stay safe. Stay blessed. I'll see you in the next episode.